What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Brain Body Resilience. I am your host, JPB. Let's do this thing. Today, we're talking about creating new habits, but doing a little bit too much, a little too fast. This was inspired by a tale I will tell a little bit later on. So let's talk about the nervous system. It is always seeking safety and familiarity. And what is predictable, what is familiar, what's predictable seems safe because... Your nervous system has created patterns to navigate what is familiar. It already knows what to do. And this does not mean that this familiar space is the best, most safe, most beneficial, most, you know, healthiest adjusted place for you to be. It only means that it is familiar. And so you have a reference point to follow. Your brain knows what to do, how to predict, how to navigate. That's it. So what's familiar is, or what rather what is unfamiliar is unpredictable and therefore leaves room for prediction, which there is an automatic negative bias. We're searching for danger and threat all the time because survival is the brain's number one job. So this leaves room for fear, for potential danger. And so your nervous system does a risk assessment and says, okay, I know what the risks are in the current patterns and situations, and I know what to expect, and I know how to navigate those. So who knows what could be, you know, out there in this whole new world of possibilities, these new situations. Um, I know what could be out there. It's lots of danger. So no. So you have to move past the discomfort and the fear because your brain's going to say automatically, nope, I don't think so. I'm going to check out of this one. I'm going to go back to where it's familiar, where I think it's safe, because I think I can predict it. So you have to move past the initial discomfort that you're going to have, the resistance and the fear, to and do the thing to prove that it's safe and that you won't die, and then give your brain and nervous system that reference point to move forward from in the future to reference later on and say, oh yeah, okay, I've done this. It's predictable. I've made it through. I know how this goes. It's safe. Carry on. And this is true for anything and everything that you might want to introduce into your life. Um, A nervous system hygiene practice, for example, just a bit of intentional breathing will be like magic in helping to create space to pause and choose your response to regulate your nervous system, to flip the switch and engage your thinking rational brain to get you out of the constant state of fight or flight. But it's not what you're used to if it's not what you're used to then your nervous system is real skeptical about making the changes. It's going to be uncomfortable. And so you have to move through that to prove it's okay. There's going to be lots of resistance. And when we're used to being constantly stimulated and in an elevated state, being calm doesn't feel safe because again, it's not what we're used to. It's not what we know how to navigate. And so here's the thing, though, we have to push past the discomfort to get to the other side. But too much too soon. 
And your nervous system will go into full protection mode and say, hard no, full stop. This is it. So we've got to go slow, like really slow sometimes. Slower than we want to. We have to lower the barrier to entry, make it as easy as possible for us. And sometimes as humans, I think I've heard, I've heard people mention this and and it's such a fascinating thing that we do. We expect things to be hard. And if they're not hard, then we dismiss them and think it couldn't possibly work. Or I don't know, like we need things to be difficult. Let it be easy. Let it be easy. There are lots of things in this life that are difficult. There are lots of obstacles. There are lots of challenges. There's lots of drama all around you. Let what you can be easy. So we have to go slow. We have to lower the barrier to entry. We have to take tiny baby steps until those are familiar and then adding on from there. It's not sexy work. It can be boring, especially when we are learning to distance ourselves from that need to be constantly stimulated. But this is the only way sustainable change happens. Slowly, consistently, for the long haul, forever, as long as we are living. And this idea can be hard to embrace in our culture of quick fixes and overhauling and instant makeovers and whatever else. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to get zen. I'm going to meditate every day for an hour. We often set these unrealistic expectations given our current reality. Remember that if we are not taking into consideration what is observable in this present moment, what actually exists now, the expectation we have is based on something made up, something that's not even real. If we don't have an hour to spend, or we're not already building up to that point, expecting that we would be able to jump into anything, meditation, breathwork, a new workout routine, a new skill, anything, and just be able to do it to a level of any kind of efficiency or probably our own satisfaction, just doesn't make any sense. That's just not how we work. And again, this is why I want to continue to talk about how we work as humans. Because if we don't know how something works, we don't know how to use it. And that includes ourselves. When we don't understand how we work, we are, you know, just how our nervous system patterns affect us, how our brain and body work together. Then we start to think that things like overwhelm and anxiety, racing thoughts, intrusive thoughts, um, even like breathing, hyperventilation attacks, being just really dissatisfied with our life at times, low energy, mood, all of these things that we can navigate with intention We think that they are signs that there's something wrong with us when, and I will continue to repeat this a thousand times. There is nothing wrong with you. It's your body and brain and all of the adjoining systems communicating a need for a change. Your body always has a reason for what it does. It doesn't have to make any sense to you because it doesn't speak your language, but you have to be able to pay attention. Attention is the most valuable thing you have. Awareness always comes first. If you are not aware of something, if you're not paying attention, you won't be able to change anything. You won't be able to navigate anything. You won't be able to interact with anything because you won't know what's going on. I had a comment on a post um, about reassociating your stress response with activity. And it said something about, you know, every time I work out, my heart races and I get anxious. So I, I have to stop and I can't. And this is such a perfect example of knowing what tools you have and knowing how to use what is needed and useful now. And these are things that we don't learn, most of us, in our lives, growing up at home, in school. These things that we should have been taught in kindergarten, how to self-regulate, how to self-soothe, how to navigate our nervous system, how to build a hygiene practice, 
We should have learned these things when we learned how to brush our teeth, but we didn't. I think there's a lot of layers and a lot of reasons for that. But here we are now. So in this example of stopping every time the heart races because it's associated with anxiety, something like slowing way, way down, which a lot of us have such a hard time with. Again, if we're used to being in that elevated state, slowing down and being still does not feel safe. It feels incredibly uncomfortable. It doesn't mean we're not safe, but we have to prove that that is something safe before your red alarm can shut off. Doing some restorative movements in this instance or breath work to kind of work up to that, training that breath work to maintain a balance, switch from sympathetic to parasympathetic and back to reassociate the stress response and trigger with something that you are in control of. This would be key in this situation, continuing to power through or do more, uh, you know, intense exercise, cardio. I don't know where the situation is, if that is the case, um, or trying to force something or just stopping each time the discomfort happens. Either of those things are just strengthening that protective pattern around that activity. So my friends, when we're making changes, slow and steady is the trick. Little tiny baby steps done consistently and for a very long time, like all of your life. Why are we in such a hurry? And I am still learning this lesson. I have to slow down and remind myself. I've become so much better at this in the last few years, but it's a strong pattern with me. Um, I want, you know, we all want instant gratification. And since we never know how long we actually have here in this life, whatever time we are gifted is the time we have to practice and continue to refine all of these things, everything about our life the patterns that we hold, our perspective, how we navigate, the ability to choose, make a decision about our actions in this moment. That's all I have for today, my friends. Slow and steady. And you know, while we're at it, add a dash of grace and kindness for yourself in there. Because you can never have too much of that. Believe it or not. That is a big one. Um, That is a big one. The more that I do this work, the more I realize that so much of our stress and our anxiety comes from our own thoughts about thoughts and feelings, beliefs we hold about ourselves in our internal environment and the physiological responses to those. And so again, just a pinch of grace and a dash of kindness will go a long way. Thank you very truly for being here. Um, if you did find this episode useful, please do share it with a friend. I am incredibly grateful that y'all share your things on social media with me. I love it. Or just tell me what resonates. And I find myself saying this every episode now, and it is true every week. I'm so grateful. So, you know, continue to do that. You know how to reach me DMS on the Instagram or email all my resources. How did I get a hold of me? If you have any questions, comments, concerns, always in the show notes. I always love hearing from you. So until next time, my friends, have a beautiful week and JPB out.